Hello and welcome to Sunday Messages with Fairmount Friends Church. We're so glad that you are joining us. You can find out more on www.fairmountfriendschurch.org. Here's Pastor Brock Meyer. Before we dive in, I think that Jesus wants to minister to us a little bit, not just through the Word, but through Himself, maybe through prayer. And um, just feeling like some people that have just walked with a heaviness upon your body, maybe your mind, maybe your soul, your spirit, man, and even carry it in your spirit. I know I carry it in my, in my gut. I'm like, ugh. Maybe it's shame. It's condemnation. It's self-shame. And we replay stories and we condemn ourselves. Maybe it's shame and blame from other people that just kind of just the weight and the heaviness of, of life. Um, that's not the gift of the Lord, but he does want to help lighten the load. And we are able to cast all of our cares and anxieties upon him because he cares for us. Um, yeah. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom from all of that. There's freedom and there's liberty. And so we just trust that the Holy Spirit's in the house. Um, it's not like we need to welcome him. He actually welcomed us to his house today. And he's here. And he just wants to kind of just lift the load off. And he says, all who are weary and heavy, come to me, and I will give you rest. You can take my yoke and my burden. It's easy and it's light. It's a really good exchange. Um, it's like trading a Michael Jordan rookie card for a Brock Meyer high school card. They, they did make a couple of them, yeah. This is off of my buddy's printer. <clears throat> it's, it's taking, it's a, it's a crazy value exchange where he just wants to put his value on our lives and take just the, the mistaken identity off of us. It's a really good trade. So if you'd be bold enough, I'm just going to ask you if you would just stand. If you're just going through that, you just want the load lifted, I'm just going to pray for us. And if you want to join me, I'm standing. If you want to join me, we're just going to pray. If anybody wants to receive that, just stand up with me and we're going to pray for that. Just walked with some heaviness, some guilt, some shame, condemnation. Let's get free. Whew, come on, Jesus. Father, we just pray that you would help set free your bride this morning. Jesus, we pray that we would step into your freedom and into your liberty. Jesus, we ask you that you would lift the load. And right now, we just throw all of our cares, anxieties, and worries at your feet out of obedience and with hearts full of faith. And we're fighting for this, Jesus. We need the freedom. And I pray that you would set free your bride today, 
set free your church. God, I pray that you would lift the load. God, I pray that we would be yoked with you and that the, that the, the load would be light and it would be easy. Jesus, I pray that you would start to, 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 to clean up our mind and our thinking and that self-shaming and, and, and the story we keep telling ourselves. Jesus, I pray that you would flip the script of that story. God, we ask you that you would write a new narrative. God, we ask you that you would lead us through the cross and that through the cross and through the blood of Jesus Christ, that we would supernaturally walk into a new life that's full of freedom. Jesus, we ask you for a life that's full of uh, 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 faith. We ask you for a life that's free of condemnation. God, we ask you for a life that's free of the reminders of the past. God, I pray that you would set free our minds. Mm. Come on, be free. In Jesus' name. God, I pray that you would replace all of that guilt with joy and all of the shame with gladness. God, I pray that you would restore us to the joy of our salvation. God, I pray that there would be a romance with you. God, I pray that there would be a new thrill in our relationship with you. Mm. I just want to tell you, you might feel like you're, like you're not enough. I just want to tell you, with God, you're more than enough. You might feel like, like what you did last week, last year, is still, like you're still guilty. I just want to say, we may have been guilty, but we also can be forgiven. Whew, just walk into that forgiveness right now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. That's good stuff. Mm, 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 mm. Right. I think that we've got a really big God. He's bigger than our imagination, and he's even bigger than his book. And his book tries to tell him, or tries to tell us, how big he is. In his book, we're able to open it, peek inside it, and see, wow, this is a pretty amazing God. And yet, the author is still bigger than his book. I can tell you that we've got a really big God, but it might be best just for me to tell you some of the names of this God in the form of a poem that I wrote this morning at about 4.30. So if it doesn't rhyme, forgive me. <laughs> This is just called Great Big God. He's the first among sons, yet the second Adam. Fully God, fully man, reason cannot fathom. He's the still small voice and the lion's roar. He's the untapped God. He's the God of more. More alive than Allah. More real than Buddha. Man, stop playing. He's the lion of Judah. He split the Red Sea. 
he created, Pleiades. He's strong when I'm weak. Greater is he than anything this world tries to bring. Oh, death, where is your sting? He climbed on the cross. He walked out the tomb. He knows you. He wove you in your mother's womb. He's yes and amen. There's no teeter-totter. He rules over gravity. He walks on water. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. The only begotten Son, the Father God has sent. He's the voice in the bush, forth in the furnace. You think I'm done? I'm just getting started. This God is enormous. He's the cloud by day, the pillar by night. He rules over darkness as the sun of light. The chief cornerstone, the rock of all ages, prince of princes, king of kings, sage of all the sages. He knows every hair on your head, every word before your tongue, every thought before your mind, every song before it's sung. He knew you before creation. He knows every grain of sand. He knows those who are his, not a one will leave his hand. He's with you in hardship, present in every breath. He's the good shepherd leading through the valley of death. He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. Every knee will bow. They will come near and far. He's the rose of Sharon, the well in the wasteland, the trumpet call of God, the horn of salvation, the son of Adam, the son of Joseph, the son of Mary, the son of God, the prophet to the people, the bishop of our soul, the suffering savior slain before the foundations of the world. He's the head of the church, the great high priest, the oil of joy, the prince of peace. He's mighty in battle, fighting for our life. He doesn't carry a sword for no reason. Come on, he ain't no Barney Fife. He's the captain of many armies, the God, the great I am. He holds all the galaxies with one span of his hand. The wonderful counselor, the all-consuming fire, the creator of all things, no one is higher. The man of many sorrows, God's unspeakable gift. There is no shadow of turning, the man who does not shift. The root of Jesse and the one true vine, the lover in the wilderness, the wonder and the sign. The servant of all, the man on the tree, he'll bear his marks for all eternity. Christ crucified, the Passover lamb, the God of Abraham, the great I am. Washed in his blood, cleansed and fully bathed. He's the savior, the author, the finisher of our faith. The rough hands of a carpenter who stands to the very end. The tender heart of a lover who calls himself friend. The solid rock pulls us from muck and the mire. He's the power of God. He's the refiner's fire. He's the captain of hosts, the holy and anointed one. He's the personification of the Trinity, God, three in one. Came as a man, but he's separate from the sinners. Most excellent among them, the champion of all the winners, 
the fulfiller of the law, the desire of all the nations, the living stone, our firm foundation. He's the shepherd to the flock. He's the gate to the sheep. He looks for the lost one. He gives himself no sleep. He's the father to the fatherless, the river of life. He's the calm to the storm, the peace to the strife. He's mighty in battle. He's the warrior king, forming a footstool of pathetic enemies. Fire in his eyes, the sword in his hand. He comes marching out of heaven like a mighty man. He's the last Adam, the first among brothers. He's the one true God. There is no other. No other God can compare. That's enough said. He nurses Apollo and puts Zeus to bed. He casts down the haughty. He resists the proud. He shuts their mouth. The silence is loud. There will come a day when all people will respond. Even the dead will arise and the great beyond. We'll lift our hands and we'll bend our knees when the voice, like many waters, calls out to you and me. He's the firstborn of the dead, the express image of God. Come on, church. We need to stand up and applaud. And he's made us a promise. He will change never. This is the God we serve. The same yesterday, today, and forever. This is the God that we serve. That's the God. So when I say, we serve a big God, you're like, yeah, he's, he's a big God. No, no, no. His voice is like many waters. He's the first of all the brothers, but he's the last Adam. He's the man who climbed on the cross and walked out of the tomb. We serve a big God, and I don't know what you're currently walking through, but he's bigger than that. He's been there. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He was there before time even began. Christ was slain before the foundations of the earth. He's been mapping out your journey since time began. He's really, really smart, and he's overly committed to you, so much so that you would think that he's a lover that's completely asinine and he's lost his mind because we continue to choose other lovers than him all of the time. And yet he stays, and he stays committed, and he climbs up on the cross knowing exactly the deal that he's bargaining for, for a lover that's going to constantly leave him. And he says, I'll do it over and over and over again to forgive my bride that she will one day be restored back to me. This is the God that we serve. And he reigns and rules over all kings of the land, and yet he calls himself your friend. He's the river of life. And he's just saying, it's okay. Come to me. I'll give you what you need. I'll give you rest. I can lift the load. I'm kind of strong. I can handle that. I know that you're worried and you're anxious and you're worried a lot about a lot of things. Just come and sit with me. I got this. And so perhaps this morning, the biggest exercise that you need to do is to pivot from putting so much attention and faith in the problem that this thing's going to overtake your life or just to put your trust in him and just say, Jesus, I just trust you. I yield to you. I bow and bend 
before you. I yield my life to you. I come fully surrendered because you're really, really big. And I don't know what it looks like to be completely yielded and surrendered, but I'm just going to like stop worrying and stop being anxious and just trust. As I let go, I'm going to believe that you're going to take over. And so this morning, I just want an exercise of faith. Let's get the right picture of God and let's right-size our problem. Our problem is probably not as big as our God. So let's minimize, let's increase the person of Christ. And let's see him as we ought to truly see him. Let's give him a worship that actually is worthy of his name. As we were singing here this morning, how big of a God, how wonderful this God is. And I know what's already going on inside of my heart. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish we got a revelation of this God. Because we probably would sing for joy a little bit more. We probably would get our hands a little bit higher. We might even, oh boy, we might even have some energy about this God who's super passionate for you. That's willing to lay down his life. Can we give him a little bit more life? Can we give him a little bit more energy? The guy that completely drained himself of energy is now the same power that then came back in and raised up Christ from the dead, now dwells inside your mortal bodies. So the question is, will you believe what the Bible says to be true about this God? And if the Bible is true, and if we say we will trust it and believe it, we got to start living like it. And I can't say that I trust and believe the Bible, that God is who he says that he is, and live like he's not the God that can handle all things. It's asinine. It's schizophrenia going on in our heads. It's, we're, 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 we're messed up. We say one thing, but we live the other. I just want to say, can we just move into mega trust zones with a God that's incredibly good? He says, I'm good. He goes, what, what good father, if you asked him for, for bread, he'd give you a stone. And how much more so the heavenly father, if you come to him, he desires to give you the keys of the kingdom. Okay, God, I just trust you on this one. Can I have the keys to the kingdom? Sometimes we... Have not because we ask not or we, we ask amiss. Good God, I want to have the heart of God. So God, I just want you to start praying through me that I would just pray the heart of God because God, I know that you can't deny yourself. So I just want to pray your heart back to you and your heart is for your people to be free. So God, I'm just asking you, will you just set me free? I know it's your heart. Set me free. God, I know it's your heart for me to have an absolute rocking marriage. And so God, just... I'm just praying your heart, God, will you give me an unbelievable, earth-shattering marriage? God, I know it's your heart that we would walk in forgiveness one to another. So God, that weird wedge that's just always there, that scary, hairy thing that just constantly creeps up, can we just shoot the hairy, scary thing that's in the wedge in the relationship? Let's Let's just wipe it out. Let's just kill it. Let's get aggressive on wiping that thing out and move toward unity and flowing relationship and forgiveness is flowing. God, that's your heart, that there would just be no thing that would just trap our hearts one to another. 
Okay, Jesus, come on, let's do it. It is for freedom that you've set us free. I can't be forgiven unless I forgive others. Okay, come on, Jesus, help me. Jesus, I'm going to trust you on this one. I'm coming to you. I'm trusting you on this one. Jesus, will you sit on the throne of America? Jesus, I know you want to take over the world. God, will you sit on the throne of the state house of Indiana? It's just your heart, God. I know that you want to take over the planet. Jesus, will you sit on the throne of Madison and Grant counties? Because I know that it's your heart to reign and rule in righteousness and justice, which are the foundations of your throne. Firmly establish your throne here. And with some urgency and expectancy and full of faith and fire in our eyes, we start praying back the heart of God. I want to encourage you guys to go to this room at 945 every Sunday morning. God is doing something where he's provoking the inner man. And he is kicking some embers of fire out of that room and into this one. And I'm saying, come and join us. Taste and see that the Lord is good. There's more in store for those who engage the presence. So come on. Let's go. Let's go. I know you've been praying for that spouse for a long time. Did you know that God actually wants their heart more than you? So just go ahead. Come on, Jesus. Let's do it. And don't check into a bummer. Don't check into sadness. Don't check into frustration. Don't, don't check into hope deferred. And, and No, no, no. Just check into faith. Unwavering, unthwarted, undeniable, unmoved faith in a God that's good and that's big. Don't partner and get your allegiance tied into fear and doubt and negativity. Mm -mm. I have a higher allegiance where I'm full of faith. I'm locked in on fiery eyes. I can see nothing else. There's a tunnel vision. It's me and Jesus, baby. And we're locked in. And I'm going after this, this voice of many waters. I'm going after the well in the wilderness. This is the God that we serve. And so, church family, the invitation is out. Let's go after this God. Let's go. Let's go. And this isn't a motivational speech. This isn't everybody motivated? We ready? Okay? And as soon as you eat lunch, you're going to take a nap. Because as soon as I take lunch, I'm going to take a nap. This isn't an oorah. This is, God, i got to get this thing down in my bones. Because there's a difference between motivation and then identity. You get inspired for a moment, but man, it's not about an inspiration. It's about a disciplined knowing of who I am in the presence of the Lord. And I'm coming to his throne with boldness and with confidence. So let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you're big. Ah, and you never change. And you never back down. And you're never going to lose. And that you always win. And this 
is the God who has set his affection upon us. <laughs> ah, Jesus, I thank you that you reign and rule over all creation. I thank you that every president, every king, every leader will bow and bend before you. God, I thank you that every Every eye will see, every ear will hear, every knee will bow before this big and beautiful God. And that's the God we serve. Move your church family to trust in that God and set us free. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're so glad that you were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or your preferred podcasting app. Be sure to rate us so other people can know about the podcast.